There. That's what we want. Now we're live and local. Boom. All right. So if I start seeing that thing do that weird red line. Up there. We'll turn it off. Then we'll just pause. And then fix. We'll unplug it. Fix it. We know what to do now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's fucking go. It's draft night, baby. This is butthole bite number three, I think, that we've done. Because we've recorded about seven and we haven't uploaded (laughs) only four of them. Two have worked so far. So, Yeah. yeah. This is... This is the podcast before the draft that we're covering for the Blue Collar Media Group. Gage isn't here yet. Star is down at U.S. Bank Stadium. We're in Brandon's butthole. See, what's fun about this is Star actually texted in our group chat saying, hey, man, I'm bummed that I'm not going to be there. He should be, though. Definitely. I mean, he's going to have a great time down there, but the fact that he misses this when he's down there having a great time at the actual like celebration by the Vikings and all the fans like that means something it does and I also reached out on Twitter to so 10k takes is massive mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're massive but they're growing like crazy they are they're very big in the Minnesota market yep and Definitely. they got um they just started a football podcast that I reached out to about getting on the show well they told us that they're going to be at the Vikings draft party at U.S. Bank Stadium. And I was like, we're going to have people there, too, which we are. We're having Star Lamar there. Star Lamar but that just further cements how legit the butthole is. Definitely. So hopefully Star runs into 10K takes there. Uh, I'll text him and let him know if he runs into 10K takes, introduce himself as Star Lamar. But, yeah, dude, this is exciting. It's it's truly exciting. It's This draft, I think, has a chance to be one of the most wild drafts we've ever watched, let alone covered. It's been a very long time since we haven't had a bona fide number one overall pick. Right. It's been like the last six, seven years. You knew pretty much who it was going to be. And now we're sitting here like, oh, is it going to be Hutchinson? Is it going to be Walker? You know, are they going to go off the wall? Are they going to take Icky Icky? Yep. O'Neal or Neal. Who are they going to take? We don't know. Where last year it was like, it's Trevor Lawrence. Like, no-brainer, it's Trevor that's, Lawrence. It's Trevor Lawrence, that's who it is. I don't remember, who was, who was 20? 2020 would have been Kyler, nope, not Kyler Murray. Nope. He was 19. Yeah, he was 19. Was 2020 the COVID draft? Yeah. So the COVID draft was, was that the Isaiah Simmons? I believe so. That would have been Mekhi Becton. Yep. That would have been I'm just stalling so you can look it up at this point. But we're gonna get there. I think you're you're hitting players. But this is just there. not number one. Oh, the number one pick was Chase Young. That is Chase Young was number one pick in the two thousand twenty NFL draft. Yeah, yeah, definitely Chase Young. The year before that was Kyler. The year before that was Baker. But Chase Young was the last like well, there was Trevor Lawrence. Kyler Murray wasn't expected to be the number one pick until that picked up steam late. And the reason was was because the Cardinals thought they had their quarterback with Rosen. But then they had the coaching change. Kingsbury came in. They didn't like Rosen. Go to Kyler. Yep. And then um, the draft before that when Baker ended up going one, he was pretty much the consensus. There was one other guy, though, that was talked about. But he was pretty much the guy. Yeah. For the most part. And most drafts, there is a consensus number one. This draft is interesting because there's not, but there. I personally feel like in this draft... Oh, Joe Burrow. Chase Young was two. Oh, shit, yeah. Joe Burrow. What, Duh. What were we thinking? Well, Joe Burrow is... I mean, he was a no-brainer. Just like I said Chase Young was. But um, 
the Sam Darnold. That would have been the same year as Baker. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was the guy that they were like, oh, he should be number one. <laughs> and we'll talk about it on the cast. We don't need to bore people too much with it, but this is just a little look behind the curtains as we're getting ready to go live here in about 30 minutes at 6 o'clock p.m. on April 28th as we record this, and this will be uploaded immediately. But um, the the thing is, like, Sam Darnold was the no-brainer, like, number one pick for a lot of the the – the college football season, the most combines. of the off season, leading up to the draft, and then what, <laughs> week or two before, yeah, Baker really starts picking up steam. So, I per Darnold kind of got the Thibodeau treatment. Kayvon Thibodeau is was the consensus number one guy who's now in this draft class, and going into the season, he was number one for about half of the regular college football season. He was the consensus number one pick. Then Aiden Hutchinson started to pick up a little steam. We got to the combine and everything. Thibodeau's fell down a little bit. Hutchinson was then looked at as the number one guy. Mm-hmm. And now it was been for the last three, four days that um, Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker's been talked about. And Thibodeau's there's been a couple mock drafts that actually went out today where Kayvon Thibodeau fell to the Minnesota Vikings at, at 12. 12. Yeah. So it's going to be really the, interesting. The difference between Thibodeau and Sam Darnold is a team at the top end, drafting at the top end, I should say. So like the Jets in that year, they need a quarterback. So when a quarter, there's two quarterbacks that are kind of fighting for that number one overall spot, odds are one of those guys are going in the top five, or both of them are yep. going in the top five. Yep. Thibodeau, there's so much other talent, those guys don't necessarily need an edge rusher. They it would be nice, but you still got Trayvon Walker there. Sauce Gardner is there. Stingley Jr. is there. You got a couple top-end tackles that are out there yet. I mean, there's still a lot of talent. These guys need wide receivers. The Falcons do. Uh, Kyle Hamilton. I mean, it's easy to see Thibodeau fall if the draft doesn't go the right way. Yeah, Then it would be to see a quarterback fall. I mean, the latest mock today from Mike from Mel Kuyper had... Um, Pickett and Willis going back to back at 19 and 20. Which 19 Pickett goes to the Saints. Saints. Willis goes 20 to the Steelers. I personally, think I goes think first. I I still think Malik Willis goes first. Yeah, I think that there's a team, and I don't know exactly who, but I think there's one. There's probably multiple, honestly, but I think there's a team that has talked themselves into him being an absolute star, and they're gonna do something crazy to get him. And we've talked about this for a few weeks now, but there's a lot of teams that want to trade up with 12 yeah. with the Vikings. Now, not all of them need a quarterback. The Chiefs have been talking about a trade up, but that's too far down for the Vikings to fall. The Bills are right at the end of where we want to be. I think they're at like 24 right yep. around there. Yep. We don't want to fall yep. that low. Um, the Steelers, though, the Steelers have been talking to us quite a bit. I believe the Colts have talked to us a little bit. So it's possible we could trade back to a team that wants to move up to get a Malik Willis or a Kenny Pickett or maybe even get one of the wide receivers that everybody's clamoring about this year. Jamison Williams falls to 12 or Chris Olave sitting there at 12. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously teams that are in the bottom, like the bottom half of the draft, definitely the bottom third, I would even say, that want to get up to 12, assuming that the wide receivers go how the mocks have them. However... Recent recent mocks leading up to the actual draft coverage, which begins here in about an hour, is those there's a run of three receivers generally going top ten now. Or yeah. around oh, there. Yeah. So if that's what happens, I'm not sure the Vikings are gonna have a trade partner suited at twelve, unless one of those quarterbacks slides to twelve. 
my guess, if there's three wideouts that go in the top 10, then we're looking at probably both of those quarterbacks sitting there at 12. And if you're the Vikings and you're at 12, I personally, I would take Malik Willis at 12, but I wouldn't hate it if the Vikings trade back either and, and let a desperate team come up to get Malik Willis and get a first next year from somebody. I just think it's kind of like if Malik Willis falls into your lap, it's kind of a no-brainer in my opinion to take him rather than to move it, but I do trust the Vikings brass that they've done their research and they're going to do the right thing regarding Malik Willis. And I haven't heard anything for steam with the Vikings and Willis, like from anybody. To me, it feels like if we do take Willis, it's more of an, uh, a statement that what they've been doing all offseason has almost been a hoax. Yes. If you take Willis at 12, I mean, I know you're going to move on for Kirk, from Kirk at some point, but we've been building essentially the same roster with a few other pieces added to it, but bringing back a lot of the same guys, restructuring them. And to do that, you need to take a guy that can be a difference maker on the field this year because the way you've been building it means you're saying that last year we weren't competitive because of, well, not ownership, uh, head coach and GM. That's why we weren't good. Not because of the players on the field, not because of the players on the team. So if you go and you draft Willis, it, it's a real wrench in what they've been doing all offseason. Yeah, and I mean, the Vikings have talked about, there's been rhetoric, though, from O'Connell and Koisia Delfamensa of keeping the window open now, but also building for the future. And Willis would be the perfect example of that. However, if you take Willis at 12, you now have one more pick in the top 100. That's worrisome for a team that has plenty of holes. That's where I see a trade back I do too. as a real possibility. Trade Think, back to late teens, 20, maybe, maybe the Saints bundle up their picks to trade up and get Willis to make sure that they get them. I just, logically to me, I don't see why the Saints would give up a future first to just take two position players or hope a quarterback falls. I don't see that. I think the Saints are going to be aggressive. They have every reason to be aggressive. Seven is open. The Giants came out today and said that they're comfortable where they're at. There's seven people that they like, and if any of them fall to them, they're going to be happy. Um, but they're open to trading seven if the deal is there. Same thing with Seattle. I feel like they could trade. Jets at 10 could trade. So, I mean, I think there's three teams in the top 10 that are opportunities to trade out. Yeah, Seattle's been rumored as a big-time option. Gage's rage. We're just ripping a bite right now. Nice. Nice. Mostly just a te- an audio equipment test, and then we'll post it, listen to it. Remember we use this shit enough? Because you know it works by now. Yeah, but we've been making changes to have... Well, we're cu- having a good time. To have Big Cato. I tried to listen it today. It just wasn't going to work. Why? Uh, the angle, the dangle. You're so full of shit. It's probably because of the long leg that way and the short leg this way, and it would just be a little off-centered and... It it really was going to be really weird. Now, Gage, if You're you want, so bullshit. there's no fucking way you move this couch by yourself. I did. You're bullshit. I can move anything by myself. Well, that's why he has a wife. You, yeah, I think I mean, that you need help to get it up. I don't think it'd be a bad idea though, Gage, if you were to pull the chair up and use Star's mic. Fuck that. You don't want to be in Star's spot. No. It's my bit that every single time someone's gone, I take their spot. Have you ever noticed that? Gage is gone and I sit over there. I've sat in Star's chair a couple times. The thing we could do, we could you make the L this way. Oh, well, that's that's a good point. That's we, fair. We could make the L this way. 
and then have somebody sit there, here, and here. If you twisted this bitch, this camera could go on the corner. The corner of what? This. Of the table? Yeah. Oh, it's way too close. So this is butthole bite rearranging before the draft? Because of the lens, dude. It's a wide-angle lens. It's, it's a fisheye lens. It's a wide-angle lens, but we're zoomed way in. It's gonna, it's gonna be of weird. course we're zoomed way in. Yeah. It's wide-angle lens. Yeah, you can zoom it back, and then it'll actually... I would be open to moving the couch so this leg goes this way, and that one goes this way. Probably be a better view of the TV there. Are we live on video, too? No, no. not video yet. Oh, you're going to do an on-air test to see how it was going to look? Gage is on one already. I like it. I am. I'm fucking burned up. So then here's the next thing we got to figure out. There's a knife over there. Is we got to figure out where we're going to put that pizzazz gauge. I have, we have a couple options. One is on top of the freezer back behind the wall. Two is on the mini fridge in the corner and move the shit off the corner of the mini fridge. Might be a little too big for that. And three, hear us out. Brandon, I'll give you the pleasure. Three. Is in the other corner. Well, no, there's four then. Where's oh oh <laughs> four, right on the center of the table. Spinning hot wax of stacks right from the center of the table. You just lean in, grab a slice, lean yeah, in, pull it off and cut it. Pull it off, cut it. Lean in, grab a slice. What are we gonna cut it on? Oh, that pizza tray. You can cut it right on the blackstone. No, you don't do that. I literally just... These are fucking idiots. Have you ever, ever had a pizza, piece of equipment in your life? You're killing me, Smalls. Well, dude, yeah. dude, 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 dude. Hear me out, hear me the out. The freezer's not plugged in, is it? The freezer is plugged in. It's plugged in? Yeah. So I just recently acquired a, a big Blackstone, like, for cooking on, like, out in a garage. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can fucking beat the shit out of those things. You can just fucking this sit and... on the fucking cam, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If we put that on the table, it'll be on the cam. Don't you want to see it, though? And the roadcaster's going to go below for the live stream. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What you got to do is tip it, drop it down below. Yep, tip it up. Up, up, yep. Go down, yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Slide it right in there. Oh, yeah. This guy gets it. How nice is that, Gage? Right in the middle of the table. Gage is not impressed with us. Okay, but what about another option of putting it on, like, over there? You like that? Don't get upset, man. We're just trying to have a good time. I think it's going to be a good bit to have that fucker. Do you need butter or oil? Well, how do you season that in? Let it cook and kind of pull all the chemicals off? Because... Like, you know, every time you buy a new... Don't eat the first one. You know, like, every time you buy a new oven, the first pizza tastes chemically? Oh, yeah. That's but, what this will be, right? So if you cook if you it off, it'll... Yeah. You gotta cook it first. Yeah. You got a second trip with the fridge on. Yes. Okay. Well, dude, just you can just put the stuff outside. It's cold out. But is there room in the fridge? Is that open? Well, you right. could open a window. That window opens up real easy. I smell the chemicals. We're oh, gonna yeah. die. Watch this fucking midstream just all pass out. Uh, I couldn't find the Angry Orchards. Are you fucking serious right now? Brandon, you're fucking kidding me. Oh my god, that does smell terrible. It does. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not shocked. You don't get the shotgun any of these. You have to shotgun. What? 
Come on, man. Whoa, whoa, dude. Just hold on here. Well, just wait a second. Show up with the most delicious fucking alcohol the gods ever made, and you show up with a twisted tea party pack and a fucking vegetable tray. I knew the vegetable tree was not going to be good for him. I didn't buy that. That was bought by Brandon or his wife. <laughs> I, I hope Paige is like, oh, I got a veggie tray. I was like, well, two of us will eat that. Well, Paige is going to hate it. Why did you get a veggie tray? It's a draft party. People eat vegetables. It's not a fucking baby shower. We're going to cut out the first, like, ten minutes of this, the draft talk we and did. just have Gage raging. Bit what number three, Gage's rage. Veggie tray? Why would you get that for a draft party? Well, you know, he's old and he's he's a dad and why are you attacking Brandon Gage? We're all in this together. That's the one for Brandon next to his shit fucking What? You dropped the ball! I didn't drop the ball, they didn't have any. The second liquor store in Watertown. Yeah. You can blame the owners. This is horrible. The one laying across the river or what? No, the one by the grocery store. I looked for 10 minutes. All right, let's wrap this bit up because it's 6.15. Five minutes. Let's wrap this bit up because it's 6. I understand how Paige feels. This is what it is. I understand how Brandon's wife feels. What? And, and. One fucking chore. Royally fucked it up. 